0: Let's go. Did you hear the doxology being sung by some men back here that love the Lord? I would advise you ladies to cut off your talking as soon as we leave this room and go in the back room. And you can sit and meditate for those 10 minutes and uh, be praying yourselves for our services like the men are praying back there. You're sitting, we're standing, and you would have heard something special. For the men that were back there, I had goosebumps. Uh, now, I don't measure anything by goosebumps, but I appreciate them once in a while when they come from singing praise to God. Amen. And one of my sons reminded me that we once had a visitor that said, being in your assemblies, I got Holy Ghost goosebumps. <laughs> and that was a week after a man said there was no spirit in that service. It was just a bunch of teaching. We don't really care what they think. Open the Bible. Open your Bibles with me, please, to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1, and I want to ask you a question. Is there power in the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. Is there power in the Lord Jesus Christ? Yes. I grew up singing a song, There's Power in the Blood. And yes, there was, and yes, it's metaphorical, and yes, that's a pretty weak statement, but yes... It was the death of Jesus Christ that saved us. And don't ever forget that. It's not the liquid that flowed in his veins. It's his death. Amen. Uh, we don't want to even get close to Mel Gibson who thought and told 5,000 evangelical preachers before the release of his movie in 2004 that if Jesus had simply pricked a finger with a pen, one drop of blood could have saved all men from all sins. And that isn't true at all because right. that isn't how the blood works. The blood is, the life of the flesh is in the blood and when the blood's gone, the life is over and jesus died for us but power in the blood to right into this moment we want to think about power in the spirit it's you know we sang power in the blood of christ and it had a lively melody but what about power of the spirit of christ right. Right. let me remind you how about weather does weather bother you and you think it's pretty powerful jesus could turn a great storm into a great calm yeah. He arranged both of them for the purpose of his disciples. How about joy and pain? Joy and pain. Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross and despised the shame of it. The apostles rejoiced in Acts chapters 4 and 5 that they were counted worthy to be beaten for the cause of Jesus Christ. That's power in the spirit to be able to do that. How about money? You're short on money? Is Jesus Christ able to take care of monetary needs? How about sending Peter to go pull up a fish, open its mouth, and pull out a coin to pay tribute? Mm -hmm. Devils. You afraid of devils? How about the Gadarene? They fell on their faces and worshipped him. They begged him to go into pigs. They couldn't even go into a pig without the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ and his permission. You have troubles with rebellious youth? A father brought a lunatic son to Jesus. And he was delivered by the Lord Jesus Christ in just seconds. He has power. How about boldness? Can timid men become bold? Peter was so timid, he let little maidens push him, force him, press him into denying the Lord Jesus Christ. And yet a few days later, he's condemning the whole nation of the Jews for crucifying the Lord Jesus Christ on the day of Pentecost. That's power in the spirit. How about forgiveness? Is it hard for you to forgive someone? What's your problem? Jesus forgave those that were crucifying him. And then he transferred that forgiveness by power to Stephen, who forgave those that were stoning him to death. Stephen was a deacon. How about food? Is the Lord able to take care of your food needs? He fed thousands from little lunches. How about disease? He healed all manner of diseases. How about a testimony? I don't know how to speak in public. It just scares me. I get stage fright. Stephen stood up. His face was shining like an angel, and he confounded all the gainsayers and the authority of the church at Jerusalem as a deacon. Right. Yes. How about in court? You got some court case hanging over your head? Jesus took care of the woman taken in adultery who was condemned to death in John chapter 8. Right. How about tax theory? Is it difficult for you? Is it hard for you to figure out? Jesus solved tax theory. Master, is it lawful to pay tribute to Caesar? And Jesus handled them so well. Amen. You have a hard question that you don't know how to answer? Jesus was faced with seven brothers that had been married to one wife. What are they going to do in heaven? Did he answer it well? Amen. He answered it very well. Is there any residual power in the Lord Jesus Christ? When he rose from the dead, it opened the graves. Amen. And dead people came into Jerusalem... And we're seen by many. That's just the residual power of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now there may be others today that want to show you a picture of the Shroud of Turin and say that there's power emanating from it, and the image on it is slightly shaking under uh, specialized photography. We deny that anything is shaking except the devil shaking in terror that we don't believe in his Shroud of Turin, and there's power in the Spirit Of Christ right here right now for us all we need to do is fall before the Lord Jesus Christ love him believe on him and obey him and the power of the Spirit is ours there is nothing complicated in John chapter 15 it is not mysterious it's not esoteric it's are you a disciple of Jesus Christ and are you going to continue as a disciple of Jesus Christ and are you going to be a disciple in every part of your life The sustenance of the vine will flow through you to be able to do anything that he's called you to do. Colossians chapter 1. Let's read three verses there. Let me read them to you. Verse 9 of Colossians chapter 1. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that ye might walk worthy of the lord unto all pleasing being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of god strengthened with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness And this is one of those special long sentences in the Bible. It runs on for six more verses. It's a nine-verse sentence, but I only want this first third of it because it's what contains precious words. Verse 9, Paul's praying for this church at Colossae that they might be filled with the knowledge of his will and spiritual understanding. That's why we're here, to be filled with knowledge about the Lord Jesus Christ and his will for our lives. Once that's in place, then we have verse 10. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Once we know his will and we walk in that will, that is discipleship, then we please God. Being fruitful. And that's what we want. That's the vine branch metaphor for fruitful lives. Being fruitful in every good work. Because we're working. We're We're learning so that we know we're walking because we're disciples and we're working out fruit and good works for the glory of God and increasing in the knowledge of God because once you get rolling and you are learning about God and delighting in him, he's going to reveal more to you. And as you learn that, he'll reveal more to you and he has done that with us for 38 years and we want more and there's more, there's a lot more and we want it for his glory and honor. And then we get to verse 11. If we're, if we're learning about God, knowing God, walking with God as disciples, working out good fruit and good works in our lives, continuing to increase in the knowledge of God, then we'll look what happens. Strengthened with all might. Abide in me and I in you, and you can do anything. Right. You depart from me, you can't do anything, you can do nothing. Right. Strengthened with all might. How strong is that? Is there power in Jesus? how strong is that Strengthen with all might it's all the power you need to do everything you should do strengthen with all might according to his glorious power so we have the power of christ working through us yes there may be power in the blood when it's understood metaphorically but there's power in the spirit of christ in us and so let's embrace the lord jesus christ today Let's commit ourselves to be his disciples again. Let's renew our devotion to him, our delight in him, as our brother Shane led us in the back room, and find this strength and this glorious power unto one of the hardest things there is, cheerfully enduring negative events and putting up with pain and suffering for a long time with joyfulness. Now that's hard. James chapter 1 says that's perfection. How do we get there? We learn about Christ, we believe on him, we love him, and we obey him. He furthers our knowledge of him, and he gives us this kind of might. Lord, bless us with that goal today. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank thee for these verses. We thank thee for thy son and the power that you demonstrated in him during his ministry. We thank thee, Heavenly Father, that even as a 12-year-old lad, your power was in his life as he confounded the doctors of the law of Moses and the rabbinical teachings of the Jews in the temple in Jerusalem. We thank thee for his residual power when he rose from the dead and graves were opened and believing saints came forth with new renewed life in their bodies and came into Jerusalem again. We thank thee for that power, that it's available for us. Heavenly father, we do not want the power of prosperity right now. We want the power of joy in our hearts. We want the power of a desire and craving for holy living. We want power for loving one another because we're all unlovable. But Lord grant us that power. Heavenly Father, we want power to obey the Lord Jesus Christ and to bear fruit in our lives in every way that he's called for us to bear fruit. We thank thee for those 11 apostles that went out and turned the world upside down with the power of Jesus Christ in them. And they did it with joyfulness, though suffering abuse and being treated as the off scouring of the earth. We thank thee for their example. Oh, Lord, bless us today. We're thankful to be in this house. We want to learn of the Lord Jesus Christ and his will for our lives. We want to walk in those ways to please thee more perfectly and to bear fruit and to be filled with every good work and that we might be strengthened with your spiritual might in our lives. We pray this blessing on all your scattered sheep that have no shepherd, that have no flock, that are alone this day, And we pray for those scattered flocks and shepherds over them that you will bless them as well with all that we pray for ourselves. Thank you for the start we've had already today. And Lord, continue to add to it. Lift us up in the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bless us with power and strength in our inner men that we might put aside all the thoughts, cares, and distractions of this life and embrace thy son. We thank thee for calling us out of this world, for choosing us before the foundation of this world, for showing us your son, for regenerating us to love him, and for sending beautiful feet to preach him to us. Now, Lord, bless us to worship him rightly, and we'll thank thee for the privilege. Forgive us our sins, wash us from all unrighteousness, slothfulness, sins of omission and commission, And bless us now, sanctifying everything that we do, that it will please thee more perfectly than ever before. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.